Austin Swanson here, aka Swanny47, today discussing Cartlytics and giving an update on the Bank of America situation. As a reminder, on December 29, 2021, I did a full post, uh, one of my longest, on the upcoming Bank of America renewal and the testing of competitors. And then yesterday, Cardlytics presented, and they gave an update that was specific to the Bank of America situation, uh, as well as competitors such as FIG and using Rewards Network. So I'm going to discuss all that here today. As a quick recap of the situation, leading into the Q3 earnings call, there were some concerns regarding B of A and whether or not they were going to renew. A reason for this was that there was the testing of competitors, FIG was possibly in the situation, and we were seeing some of the location-specific offers. As a quick reminder, here's a picture, and you see these, these logos where it said location-specific. So my understanding at the time of the last post was that B of A was working with FIG, where FIG was getting these local offers from Rewards Network, and B of A was using their non-exclusive exclusivity right to be able to place these offers, but they were doing it through Cardlytics's Rails and into Cardlytics' uh, system and their user interface. That fear of non-renewal uh, started from that testing of competitors, but was intensified <laughs> uh, after the Q3 earnings call on November 2nd, 2021, where Lynn Lobby mentioned that the renewal would most likely not happen until early next year, which would have been after the expiration date. And so you have the combination of, okay, we have this upcoming renewal. We haven't heard anything. Now they're B of A's uh, testing these other offers from somebody else. And now we hear, wow, they might not renew or they might not renew until next year, which is after the expiration. And so a lot of investors, I think, started extrapolating uh, the, those ideas and thinking worst case scenario, right? In my last post, uh, it might've been overkill, uh, but I, went on, I, I had 15 reasons why I thought it was very likely B of A was going to renew. And still is going to renew. After yesterday's conference, uh, with those support, uh, those new updates, I believe Carlos gave us even more reasons why B of A is going to renew, uh, and even strengthen some of the previous uh, points that I've made, removing almost all doubt that B of A isn't going to renew. So I mean, I are removing the doubt that 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 they're not that we believe, I believe, and I think most people now believe B of A is going to renew. So. One of the first quotes that I'm just going to read, uh, one of the updates provided from Lynn Lobby was, quote, I am 100% confident we're going to get this thing signed. We're holding out to get the, the right things into that contract. We are effectively operating a contract that was signed by B of A and us in 2010. So we're trying to make sure we get things like we want to host for you. It's going to be in the cloud. You need to adopt the new ad server. Those types of things are what we are negotiating right now. The contract auto-renewed as expected. Both parties signed at the end of the year. We're exchanging red lines with great conversations with them just last week. I think it's sort of on us to give back, uh, to give back the next set of red lines that we are hoping to do quite soon. First thing <laughs> that I take from this is the first before the terms were used regarding the B of A situation was fully expect for, for them to, to resign. And the term was confident, right? Yesterday was the first time I've heard 100% confident, right? And maybe you think, oh, that doesn't mean much, right? But here's the thing. In the full context of the situation, uh, Cardlytics has went really conservative with all statements, right? Uh, being very, They have tampered all expectations, uh, less guidance because of the whole Q2 situation. And so when they go the complete other way and say 100% confident this thing's going to get signed, I think that carries some weight. Right, and as we'll discuss with the other updates, I just think it's almost all, all but all but certain uh, that B of A has is going to resign. 
or and when i say that and i want to make this clear is i i mean resign or sign a new contract right because as we're going to say right here the other important update here is that the contract auto renewed right as discussed in the last post there has been multiple contract uh, uh extensions and renewals additionally one renewal was even after the expiration date which is fine by the contract because it says if bank of america does not spe uh, notify the supplier of its intent to renew or terminate this agreement the agreement shall continue in effect on a month-to-month -month basis so even at that point it was just like okay if we don't hear anything about the b of a situation and it gets to past december 31st 2021 uh, that's okay it's happened in the past and the contract's Hey, everything just continues at normal on a month-to-month -month basis, right? So that was one aspect of this. So I was fine, right? It, and so we didn't get to the, the year end in here. Oh, B of A terminated it. And so actually now we know, like that was something that was still up in the air that people thought, hey, we haven't heard that they have signed. So maybe they've already terminated, right? And I remember hearing even people said, hey, I'm not seeing the offers in B of A. So maybe they've already uh, terminated the agreement, right? But instead it got to the year end. We didn't hear that. And in fact, we heard that they auto renewed, right? And so if some investors were B of A was not going to renew. And if that was the case, B of A would have, have notified Carlix ahead of the expiration to terminate the agreement. And instead, both parties signed, right? So that was another interesting aspect of this, right? It wasn't like they let the agreement go past the, uh, the expiration date and it just continued on the month to month basis. I, this almost sounds different because it sounds like uh, they almost renewed the existing agreement, not a new agreement. They renewed it, uh, or it was an auto renewal. Uh, but the fact was they did not terminate the agreement as they assumed, um, and they had to make a conscious decision, right, to keep it going by signing. That to me is huge, right? Like the fact that it was, that it wasn't like, oh yeah, let's just let the contract. We're still negotiating because we don't know if we're uh, going to sign with Carlytics anymore, uh, so we're not going to sign anything, and everything continues on a month-to-month -month basis. Instead, it was like, hey, let's auto, let's renew our existing contract, auto renew it. Uh, but they had to sign it, and they agreed to that. I said, yeah, we'll keep, well, let's keep it going, and then we can uh, discuss and negotiate our new contract, right? So a small note, because I know this is still, again, I'm all about the details here, is although it's an auto renewal, uh, Carlix has made it clear that it required a signature. They made it, they said that, you know, that both parties signed here just yesterday. And then in the December presentation, they said, even an auto renewal sometimes takes, you know, six months for a party to agree. So there is another element to the whole auto renewal part of this. Okay. And so maybe it's just semantics here, but even more so, both Carlix and B of A are exchanging red lines. And so the way that I've always interpreted red lines or how I've seen it, uh, uh, how I've always seen it is you have your existing, you know, contract or, or, or form or document and a red line is going through and actually redlining it where you're crossing out stuff and then there, there's revisions, right? There's edits, changes, marks up, markups to the original uh, document. And in this case would likely be uh, possibly maybe Carlytics sent their, what they want as the new agreement, maybe something similar to US Bank. And then as they've stated, they went back and forth is, uh, Bank of America could have took that, redlined it, and sent what they would have accepted, right? Or it could be that they're redlining the existing agreement. I'm not sure. Uh, but therefore, we know that they are actually negotiating the terms. They're going back and forth right now on negotiating, right? More specifically, B of A has already sent over their red lines, meaning they have likely sent over a contract that they would be willing to sign. Again, not a termination. Right. And I take that from the comment that says we're exchanging red lines with great conversations and it's sort of on us to give back the next set of red lines. So I'm taking from that that B of A has already sent over a contract red line of what they're willing to accept. Right. Uh, 
And so therefore, B of A is likely agreed to continue the partnership, but now we're just uh, they're just negotiating the terms of the new contract to top it off uh, for continue. Uh, the reason for continuing to negotiate is not due to B of A. Instead, like B of A, it's not like B of A is the one holding out here, right? And they, they want something specific. It's the opposite. <laughs> Instead, it is due to Carlitics. Car Carlitics specifically said, we are holding out to get the right things in the contract. And as a reminder, Carlitics had five things they wanted in the contract, uh, including better economics. I have a, a footnote, you know, they want to host the tech, put it in the cloud, new ad server, better economics, and the bank self-service platform. And that was the bank self-service platform was more something they want to just give to B of A for taking everything else. Uh, one possible other piece of evidence of B of A renewing and showing the progress that Carlos is making with the, uh, the negotiations is a separate comment made regarding banks taking the new ad server. And uh, actually, uh, yeah. So let me just read this quote real quick. What we, what we've publicly stated is we will have 50% of our MAUs connected to a new ad server by the end of 2022 and the remainder by the end of 2023. Every single bank in our network is engaged. Every single bank is on their own path to adopting the new ad server. In theory, we have a path to get into 100% in 2022, but I know banks, one or more is going to slide. So we are going to try like heck to beat those metrics that I gave you, but those are the metrics the street should bank on, which is half this year, half next year. All right, so there was a one interesting, again, I mean, I'm overanalyzing the little details here, but that's what I love. Uh, but is this shows to me that B of A is, is on a path, don't know what, but they're on a path to adapting, adopting the new ad server. Maybe Carlos only means that their path is via this negotiation, like, hey, the path is you, we're going through this, you need to take the new ad server, uh, and that B of A actually hasn't agreed to that. However, I feel that given uh, the impressive results of the new ad server and the fact that Carlytics has these on hand, it's almost, almost as if they've, they're using these results for this negotiation with B of A and saying, hey, look at these results. The results was, so uh, what B of A uh, or Carlytics said was that when comparing the same exact campaigns between the old uh, user experience and the new user experience that's on the new ad server, Carlytics said they saw a minimum of 200% increase in click rates, 200%. Some campaigns had 400%, actually over 400%. So they had that stat. And the fact that they, they have those amazing you know statistics to, to go back to uh, be a vein and say, hey, you know, maybe they've already maybe they've already accepted it. Maybe part of their red line was like, oh, that's how good it is? Yeah, we'll accept that, right? Maybe maybe they've already accepted it. And then couple that with be a vein, you know, they, they've actually sent over their red lines. Um, who knows? I, I think between that and the fact that all banks are on a path uh, to, to adopting the new ad server, it's possible that they've already agreed to that aspect. And maybe that uh, where I think that things could be getting hung up on the negotiations of where Carlos could be, you know, holding out is in terms of the economics, right? They have said B of A has possibly the best, you know, revenue share because they were one of the first banks when, uh, you know, that, that partnered with Carlytics and took the most risk and Carlos was still kind of like a startup. Uh, but that's since changed, right? And so I think that it's possible that Carlytics is holding out because they want to try to improve those economics. Uh, and it could be that there's still the other aspect of putting in the cloud, which you know some banks have been hesitant about. Uh, but as long as the following language, you know, I'm going to read it, as long as it stays in the contract, which I'm taking this from the 10K, I think Carlytics should be fine. Even if they don't get the better uh, improved economics or a different revenue share with uh, using B of A's data uh, because of the power of bridge. And I have it all written up, but I'm going to have a post coming out regarding the power of bridge in the presentation. 
uh, Lynn hit it hard regarding NAND investors. And she said, uh, investors are gonna look back and say, how did we miss this? Because Bridge is, quote, a gold mine. I agree. I have spent a lot of time thinking about it. I have wrote, it's probably my longest writer, but I'm gonna make it so it's it's really easy and accessible to get through. Um, and I'm pumped. I'm, <laughs> I'm excited about it. It's, I honestly think, I, I think it's my, possibly my best write-up and or at least like i'm excited about it so little little teaser there but anyways back to what why i don't think it really matters too much if we don't get the improved economics was in what it says regarding the fi share is quote to the extent that we use a specific fi customers anonymized purchase data in the delivery of our solutions we pay the applicable fi partner an fi share calculated based on the relative contribution of the data provided by the fi partner to the overall delivery of the services and i'm going to get into this in the whole bridge conversation but from my interpretation is as you incorporate more data the fi contribution decreases and their share decreases and so even if the f like actually what they're paying on the fi share like let's say bridge doesn't come in and the uh applicable or their their relative contribution stays the same and because I think what Carly is trying to do is say, hey, you know, when the contribution stays the same, we want to pay them less because they're currently paying them more than other banks. But what I believe is at their Carly is going to be introducing more data into, uh, you know, after they adopt a new ad server and they start using Bridge and they bring in all the other data, they have specifically said there should be a different proportion of revenue share there. Uh, and so that's really interesting because that's not the bank's data. It's Carlytics through, well, it's the, it's the, the actual merchant through their POS and their data. And so I think that's super interesting again we're going to get into that later but i'll just say with the b of a situation even if that's what they're trying to they're trying to negotiate right now and that's where things are getting hung up i don't think it's the end of the world okay rewards network in the last post i was very confident that the location specific offers were originating from rewards network they i, I heard that already uh they matched dosh exactly and we knew dosh was from rewards network so I was just like, it was just all but certain but i didn't hear it publicly stated by cardlytics and i tried to everything that i state i i, I don't like I never feel 100% confident unless it's publicly stated by Carlix somewhere or another, right? I, I usually hear things through the grapevine from other people and I can put it together, uh, but this time it was actually publicly stated. And so in yesterday's conference, uh, Carlix con uh, clarified that the, the local offers aren't back from Rewards Network and quote, in Q4, for the first time ever, we took third-party local content and ingested it and started displaying it in one of our largest banks in the network through third-party content provider called Rewards Network. So that happened in, I think, December of Q4, which frankly, uh, with frankly, one of our largest banks. So even if we're not ingesting it through self-service, we've now built enough technology, APIs, even without the new ad server, that we can start to work with some of these those local content providers that are out there and ingest their content. So uh, they didn't mention the bank, uh, but they said one of the largest banks in the network. And But given the whole location-specific offer situation and knowing what we know, uh, it's almost certainly B of A. But here's the interesting note from this, right? There was one thing, and I and I talked to someone else, and they caught they 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 caught the same thing. And so I I at first I wasn't sure if I was just overthinking it, uh, but it said so quote so that happened in I think December of Q4, okay. And at first I thought, well, they said I think, but here was the situation, right? Is I first became aware of the local offers in September, and I think it was September second, 2021, that I I realized about the whole uh, local offers in B of A. So that's much sooner 
than December, right? This isn't a difference between November and December and like, oh, I think it was December. Oh, it was actually November. This is between September, which it wasn't even Q4, right? This is Q3. Um, and so uh, so that that is much sooner than December when Carlytics supposedly started pushing the offers. What does this mean? Uh, Carlytics may not have been the one pushing the offers at that the original time, uh, you know, back in September, and therefore, you know, no bank data was being used. Specifically, it was assumed in the last post that the offers were originally going poorly due to no purchase data being used. Uh, and I believe I saw most offers originally all expiring at the exact same time in November. It was just one of those things that I, that I, that I remember noticing. That I was like, oh, that's interesting. I can't remember if it was like November 15th because it, it almost corresponded with like the 40, or the 45 day uh, notice that, that B of A would have had to give. And so I thought there was something to that. But this, poss this possibly uh, poor performance could have led, so again, I'm thinking in September, the offers originally weren't being pushed by Carlytics, right? They were through on, on Carlytics offer system, but maybe it was going through a different way, uh, maybe on behalf of FIG using rewards network. Uh, but I, you know, everything I was hearing, I was hearing that was supposedly going poorly. And I discussed last time why I thought that and why I was hearing that and why it made sense. Uh, but this could have led, if it was going poorly, this possibly could have led to be of a wanting Carlytics then to place the offers instead starting in December, which would have been after all those offers were expiring, and then have Carlytics push those that push that content for them using purchase data as well to better target the offers. And we're going to discuss all this in the next section. So if this is true that, you know, first it was tested, it was it was through someone else pushing the offers and it went poorly. And so they made Cardlytics say, hey, actually, we, we have to use this purchase data to make this, you know, this isn't going well. We need to use Cardlytics to do it because they, ha they have the access to the data and the purchase data, and we can better target the offers. If that's true, it would likely be adding to Cardlytics negotiation leverage, uh, which has been allowing them to hold out. Again, that was their term, that their Cardlytics is the one holding out negotiations. So FIG and purchase data. The final updates we're going to be of A were in regards to competition, uh, like Rewards Network. I believe this was the first time publicly that I heard, you know, Carlix mention FIG by name. Uh, so, I mean, again, I've heard them discuss FIG, I think, you know, to other investors, but not publicly, you know, like a conference like this. So Carlix addressed whether uh, competitors such as FIG has access to purchase data. Previously, it was still up for questioning. I went back and forth with people about this all the time. People would always say, but this is what they're saying, right? Uh, but it was always going back, like there was still some question and some uncertainty whether competitors or even specifically FIG was getting purchase data. Uh, but I assumed that, that they weren't and I gave reasons for that last time. As mentioned in the last post, Agio, who I, I believe is as the way I've thought about it, is the parent company of FIG because Agio bought Empire uh, and then they created FIG. But Agio mentioned they have the same level of transparency into the bank data as Cardlytics. Uh, but when asked specifically about the purchase data uh, in regards to B of A, they kind of dodged the question. At least from what I was hearing, uh, it didn't seem like they, I mean, it just seemed like they dodged it, right? And so it just seemed like, uh, well, do you actually get this purchase data? And so again, it added to that they're they're touting how we get out all we know the same thing, we get the same data, but then asked specifically, they didn't really, you know, answer that. And so there was just uncertainty about it. And then even Carlita is constantly saying, no, they don't have access to the data. And then the offers themselves, uh, additionally, the location specific offers that we were seeing were just like Dosh, which were only based on location uh, and not purchase data, right? You could go look in B of A by a certain situation, or like if you knew like, oh, there's a Chicago, I should go in Chicago by uh, by Dosh and, and see that they're exact same offers. So that, I mean, exactly the same offers. And so it wasn't varying by purchase data. Carlytics made it clear yesterday 
that they strongly believe that they are the only provider that gets the purchase data and even then gave the example that was almost certainly in regards to B of A. Uh, so I believe this is one of the last quotes that I'm going to give here. So, quote, to the best of my knowledge, this is Lynn Moby, and I believe this to be highly accurate, we are the only provider that actually gets the data, which is what the advertisers want. So there are definitely lots, not lots, but there are, I'm sure, the Ibotas of the world and the figs of the world are talking to the banks because they recognize what a massive channel this is. The banks are not in the business of giving access to their data to anyone. In fact, quite frankly, one of our large banks, one of the reasons we're running third-party content through them on behalf of them, we're working with a partner on their behalf to run it through, is so they don't have to give them the data because we already have it and we are using the data to better target. So I don't want to minimize. We're, we're very aware of things that are going on we're very aware that even though our stock is way down right now, people have seen us be successful. So people are kind of nipping at our heels a little bit. But I do not believe the banks are in the business of giving their data to anyone else. It took us years to get them comfortable and to get them where they are. And in some cases, like with Chase, it took us a decade. And the things we had to go through and the things we had to prove, I don't think investors appreciate how big our moat is. So, you know, we're watching those. There are definitely opportunities. Uh, certainly the one we would love to have is Amex, which is a homegrown program. Not sure we'll ever get them, quite frankly, because they have this religious thing, as they should, about that they don't want to give their data to anyone. And we need data. And so we'll see. But really our competition always has been, and I think always will be, the way advertisers can spend advertising dollars, because that is really what we're competing for, our share of ad budget. All right. So this lines up with, uh, with the points I was making before regarding banks. I made this in the last post saying, you know, banks probably just don't want to share the data to just anyone. I mean, as they do that, if you if you start adding multiple suppliers for like offers and stuff and you're supposed to share the data, it just increases the security issue. Right. And so you already have Carletics who's integrated and you you trust them. You've worked with them for 10 years. You have the social proof of them working with all these other people. They have all this experience of doing it for years and never having an issue that just like, why would you risk? you know, giving up this valuable data to somebody else. Because I mean, you know, obviously a, a data leak on from the fault of Carlytics would be huge. It would ruin a lot of reputation. And I don't know what would happen in that situation. It's, it's, it's likely I've thought about maybe the worst case scenario is a data leak on their behalf. But I, I think that's minimal because I think from how, by, how I've always understand it is everything that they get is aggregate and anonymized um, and it never like leaves the bank, right? They're doing it all within the bank. And that's how they got the banks comfortable in the first place. Right. And so I think the risk is minimal. But again, even for the bank's perspective, if it was someone else who uh, leaked it, it's just they don't want that to happen. And you don't want to ruin the bank customer's trust in their bank because, you know, bank days is probably one of the most personal things to people. So one new item was hearing a bank uh, it was almost certainly B of A <laughs> does not want to give their data to anyone. This is the reason for Carlix pushing the third party, third party content of Warren's network on their behalf to be able to use the bank data and better target the offers. That was not something that I heard, you know, before that uh, maybe the reason was it was just going poorly, that they were having tech uh, tech issues, um, that they, you know, Carlix was already integrated, all these things. I did not hear ever this specific that it was because, you know, how how I've been you know thinking about this is that before 
when, however it was ran, if it was directly through Rewards Network or it was FIG using Rewards Network, that they didn't have the purchase data and it wasn't going well. And so then B of A said, because they weren't given the purchase data, they say, well, let's, let's, let's have Carlytics push the Rewards Network content because they already have the data. That, it, that to me was kind of very interesting to hear. And the fact, uh, so I, I just want to make sure I'm not missing anything here. I say the fact the reason for pushing the local content on the behalf was not for wanting to share the data makes it much more clear that someone like Fig does not get the bank data. Showing how Carlytics advantage, trust, and social proof, how strong all those those aspects are of Carlytics, right? Because again, it was still up in the air. Does Fig, if Fig is the one in the situation, uh, or even just Rewards Network, are they, is the banks, such as B of A, giving their purchase data to other people? Because that's the competitive advantage of Carlytics. And it, it is almost certain now, based on this comment, that B of A was not want, willing to share their data with somebody else, right? One item that's still a little unclear uh, in this exact arrangement is like, it's just how this exact arrangement's going on or how it's developed. Uh, again, I'm trying to take it from all the, the public statements that I've heard, as well as what I've heard, um, and just kind of makes sense, right? So previously, previously my thought was B of A was working with FIG, where FIG was getting these offers from Rewards Network, and B of A was using their non-exclusivity right to be able to place these offers in the channel, but going through Cardlytics, uh, through Cardlytics' Rails and Cardlytics' offer system. Now I'm wondering if it's just like a, a slightly different situation and slightly separated. Because here's the other thing. Cardlytics mentions working with a partner on their behalf. That whole section was really confusing to me. Uh, it was kind of going all over the place. I tried to include the quote. Make sure you watch the original video uh, or, or from the presentation if you if you want to hear it verbatim of exactly how it was said. Uh, but it was kind of a little, a little hard to follow. So I'm still not sure if when they say that, when they're saying on behalf of who, if it's on behalf of Rewards Networks, if it's beyond on behalf of B of A, if it's beyond on the behalf of Fig, it's a little unclear. When I when I hear the idea of a partner, it's either Rewards Network or Fig, right? But here's the thing: when we take it in context of the other situation where they said, you know, oh, in December we started pushing the offers, even though the offers started in September. So based on that September versus December difference that we discussed earlier, it could be as I assumed where it was originally FIG, you know, starting in September, um, given the fact Carlytics mentioned FIG by name right before this for the first time publicly. So again, one of my thoughts is maybe FIG isn't even in the situation, it never has been, that doesn't match up. I mean, I've heard FIG discussed at length by so many different people. Uh, and the fact that Carlytics actually even mentioned FIG for the first time, I'm, I'm guessing it was FIG in September using Rewards Network placing the offers. However, now as of, as of December, it could be that FIG is no longer even in the, the picture. I don't know for sure, but that it's possible. And now because Carlytics says they're the one pushing the Rewards Network content directly for B of A. Right? They're not saying they're pushing content from uh, FIG. They, they specifically said they're pushing Rewards Network content. But maybe they're saying they're pushing the Rewards content and it's on behalf of FIG. I mean, it gets so confusing here, right? Uh, this would remove complexity, though, if they just said, if they cut FIG out of the situation and they just said, hey, why do we need FIG in this? We can just take the Rewards Network uh, content and push it for you. And then we already have the data, and so we can target it better as well. So I, I've asked some other people that actually have B of A, and if, if, they, if they've seen any of, the, any of the changes in their offers after December, uh, specifically regarding maybe different logos, uh, less offers that maybe be, are perceived as being more targeted because they have the purchase data, or maybe they're closer in location because they have the purchase data, but uh, I've not heard anything. I, I've talked to people and they haven't seen any difference so far. An interesting point though, that's a little bit separate from this whole situation regarding the whole uh, fig thing. I, let me just, I just want to cap it off here, right? Regardless of the whole interpretation of what happened and what was going on, it all sounds positive, 
right? I mean, we have it clear now that Carlos is the one pushing the rewards network content. Uh, it doesn't matter how, but the fact that something changed in December, now they're the one pushing it and they're using purchase data to do so, which I believe before they weren't, there was no purchase data involved. Uh, but the fact too, that um, we have it clear now that B of A was not sharing that purchase data with somebody else. And that's why that I believe there was a change in December where now B of A or Carlix was the one pushing it. So I think that is super positive. That is in almost incredible. I, 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 I'll be following it closely, see if I can hear any you know final details to clear up any of my, my, my last confusion here. But to me, it, it almost really doesn't even matter. It, it all seems positive. So, and I've also heard from others that you know, Fig was very uh, confident before. They were given, you know, many, or, or Agio was given many very confident statements, almost as if they were just going to take down Cardlytics. That tone, I think, has completely changed, right? So uh, that was, you know, the, the earlier comments were, I think, at the beginning of this whole situation. And now, <laughs> maybe since there's been a change and they say, hey, this isn't working, we need to use someone who has the purchase data. It, it's just, it's done. So, uh, but one last thing, an interesting point was just how uh, they said it took a decade to get Chase comfortable leading Carlos Estate. I don't think investors appreciate how big our moat is. This shows how difficult it is for somebody else to get the bank data. Um, and, and if that is the case, it's likely very hard for a competitor to do the same to get that data, especially with the lack of social proof, trust, and experience. So in closing, the updates of the B of A renewal and competitors to me were all very positive. I would think given how clear Lynn Lobby was uh, regarding these perceived issues, it would remove some of the investors' worries. Uh, however, it might take some public renew, uh, news release, kind of like the truest one, where it says, hey, the contract was uh, signed for just to go to completely get rid of the remaining uh, worries for Carlytics. But therefore, the current price may still reflect some of uh, some of that doubt uh, leading to a possible future price increase once there is such an announcement. Kind of like an arbitrage situation where it's like, what's the degree of certainty that we have that uh, BVA is gonna renew? To me, it's literally 99.9. .9. I mean, maybe something crazy, and maybe I'm not interpreting something right. Uh, but then if, if the other people are not believing that and there's this price discrepancy, uh, it could be a chance to buy now. And then when it gets announced, that it closes the gap. But that's more speculation on, on anything in the short-term price. I mean, that's way too hard. So I hope you guys enjoyed this write-up. Again, I am going to be having a new write-up very soon on uh, the whole... Uh, the power of bridge and why Carlux is still undervalued specifically because of bridge. I I'm, I'm very excited about this, this post and I hope others will get some value out of it as well. Uh, so make sure you subscribe to me here on uh, Substack and on YouTube and I look forward to the next one. Thanks. Thanks everybody.